We had a collaboration with some Chinese com uh, Chinese uh, scientists. Here we have a vaccine. What is the problem? Get over it. Now, if we do a really great job on new vaccines, healthcare, reproductive health services, we could lower that by perhaps 10 or 15 percent. I hope that it can occur in a, a civil way, and I, 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 I mean civil in a special way, I, peaceful. The biggest question, in, maybe in economics and politics of the coming decade, will be what to do with all these useless people. I just see the need for such a dialogue, and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. We are 177 weeks into two weeks to flatten the curve. Thank you for joining us today. I'm Johnny Anderson alongside Bruce Adams for The Long Lost Tech Tuesday. We haven't talked tech in a long time. We used to do that for a long time. Listeners, we used to do like these morning shows way back when. We stopped doing those. We used to talk about tech and space and scientific advancements and all kinds of stuff because we don't like to just talk about politics all the time. I can't stand talking about politics all the time. Even though I, I like it, I find it fascinating. But we kind of get tired of the same old grind all the time. So we're going to talk about tech on Tuesdays now. Uh, and this is not going to be a very long one. These are going to be some of the uh, the shorter ones that we do. Uh, and we're going to just strictly stay on like the, the science and the tech and the space and all, all that stuff and other off topic things. But we're going to try and well, do our best because everything's becoming political these days. We're going to do our best to try and stay out of politics on these uh, these Tuesday shows. But Unfortunately, with this first topic, having said that, unfortunately, we're going to have to go into the realm of politics on this because uh, I hate even talking about this because I think this is just ridiculous because it's been the same talking points my entire life. What do you have, Bruce, on UFOs? I hate to even go there, but I've got I, I tell you what, let me play this clip first. Let me play this clip from the congressional testimony yesterday. And then we will go from there because, as you said, they're pushing this really hard. Actually, I'll tell you what, before I play this, how are you? Yeah, I'm healthy and alive, doing well. I'm glad to hear it. Okay, here's the clip that took place on Capitol Hill yesterday. Intelligence, extraterrestrials. Something I can't discuss in public setting. Um, okay, I can't ask when you think this occurred. <laughs> um, if you believe we have crashed craft, uh, stated earlier, do we have the bodies of the pilots who piloted this craft? As I've stated publicly already in my News Nation interview, uh, biologics came with some of these recoveries. Yeah. Um, were they, I guess, human or non-human biologics? Non-human, and that was the assessment of people uh, with direct knowledge on the program I talked to that are currently still on the program. And was this documentary evidence, this video, photos, eyewitness, like how would that be determined? The specific documentation I would have to talk to you in a skiff about. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, okay, so... 
for clarification purposes, when he said I would have to talk to you in a skiff about, that is where classified information, top secret classified information is handled. So just so people are aware. And it doesn't leave that area. Well, and, and you may or may not be able to answer my last question, and maybe we get into a skiff at the next hearing that we have, but who in the government either, what agency, sub-agency, what contractors, who should be called into the next hearing about UAPs, either in a public setting or even in a private setting? And, and you probably can't name names, but what agencies or organizations, contractors, et cetera, do we need to call in to get these questions answered, whether it's about funding, what programs are happening, and what's out there? I can give you a specific cooperative and hostile witness list of specific individuals uh, that were in those. And, and how soon can we get that list? I'm happy to provide that to you after the hearing. Super. Thank you. And I yield back. What's going on here? Yeah, um, that that is what I was wanting to bring up. Um, this guy uh, says, and there's been others that have said, whistleblowers, that we actually have extraterrestrials. And in fact, there's actually some that... Uh, <laughs> Uh, I've sent you the, the podcast on the interview of this guy, and it is quite far-fetched and quite uh, out there. But basically, we have crashed alien craft, uh, specifically during the Roswell and before, uh, that we use to reverse engineer, and there's a shadowy government group. Now, this is, he's on par with Flat Earth uh, Theory, in my opinion, on some of the stuff that he says. I don't take, but... This is some of the arguments. Uh, and there's a shadow government that uses this technology. And these UFOs that we see, uh, most of them are the shadowy government. Um, now, the actual UFOs, uh, supposedly, are actually looking to help advance the human race. And uh, they care about our well-being. Uh, and supposedly nuclear weapons, the reason they showed up is because uh, it, it does something at, um, I forget what the type of wave he talks about, but basically there's some type of wave. It's not like electromagnetic. It, uh, everything that we have travels in a wave, right? So you, uh, between like your, your gamma rays all the way up to, to your, uh, radio waves. He says that there's another type of wave, uh, that doesn't actually have a wave pattern and is a straight line. And he claims that this stuff is like almost instantaneous, like it's faster than light and all of this kind of stuff. And when we detonate a nuke, these uh, waves are then activated or, or shot out and it interferes with craft um, in other civilizations and all this kind of nonsense. Anyway, all that to say, the kind of crazy uh, that he says, he also agrees that there are witnesses uh, to programs that have found uh, and shot down craft that have had humanoids inside that are not from Earth and claims that, uh, like this guy, um, Grosh or whatever the guy's last name was, I don't, I don't recall. Um, Greer. Greer. Okay. Uh, he, he's claimed that we also have uh, acquired craft that are extraterrestrial in nature and are not human made. Like, there's aliens on board. Now, the problem that I have with this right off the bat is he says, yes, there was biologics involved on board. Okay, let me clarify something here. If you had a meteor come in and it basically was an iron based meteor, it is going to have a different uh, makeup of its uh, atoms. There's going to be more neutrons. Uh, so it's extraterrestrial metal that we can't produce. It's iron. 
And if it has a bacteria on there, well, guess what? You just found a biologic on a unknown craft uh, that landed here uh, and by their argument. So this could easily just be an asteroid or a, a meteor or an actual alien craft. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. But supposedly, the reason I wanted to bring this up, this information is supposedly supposed to be released to us. And we're going to see some redacted version of this um, that supposedly sheds light on we actually do have aliens and all of this kind of stuff. And they're living amongst us or whatever. And honestly, the other podcast that I, I, I was talking about, the, the, the guy that was interviewed, he's basically said that we have done um, the scary stories that we ha hear. Uh, aliens are abducting and doing all of that. That was actually us that were abducting humans and doing these experiments or killing them uh, to generate this uh, storyline so that uh, we, we see aliens as being negative and bad and all this kind of stuff so that we it changes the narrative and all this and, and whatever, I, I, whatever. It, it's far fetched. It's out there. But now we have this in front of our House uh, committee. Uh, why? That, that's my question. What are we diverting from? There's something else going on. What are they covering up? Are they what are they hiding? Okay. Is it oh. is it the Russia thing? Is it China? I, is it the Bidens? Think, <laughs> what is this? I, honestly, I think that they're trying to um because remember, we talked about last week, they're not talking about any of the rhetoric that's coming out of Russia and China. They're not talking about any of that at all. So the, I think they're trying to give us some nonsensical whatever. Okay. Few things. First of all, I would just like to state for the record, I do not believe in green alien spacemen. Okay. Not at all. I think that's preposterous and the way that Bruce is shaking his head I can say or I can see that you agree with that right I I don't believe in that now the scientific side of me again I will say this again for the record the scientific side of me says I don't believe that we are the only sentient life in the entire galaxy I find that preposterous that we are the only ones now that is not to say that we have confirmation of something we don't we don't I'm just guessing right that's what science is all about it's about trying and it's about guessing and having theories and having those theories proved right or wrong. That's science. Science is not absolute like these idiots like Fauci would have you believe. The second thing, I understand that governments around the world, not just America, but governments around the world have what are called black projects. I understand this. This is a well-known thing that's gone on for decades, centuries even, who knows? I would say I would argue probably it's more decades than centuries. But governments have specific programs that they fund that are off the books that are classified. So for example, let's talk about one of the black projects that we had. We know it today as something called Area 51 in Roswell, New Mexico, where all of this is supposed to take place. What is Area 51? Quite simply, it is a test facility for experimental aircraft. During the Cold War, we needed a place to be able to do all of this. In fact, a lot of the individuals that were pilots out there used to do stupid things that would throw the Soviets off when they would fly reconnaissance aircraft over. They would put nonsensical shapes of aircraft in cardboard cutouts out on the runways so that when their reconnaissance planes would fly over, they would see that and take it as truth, and then they would run back inside. Our SR-71 Blackbird was developed out there. We still fly certain Russian aircraft out there for testing purposes. We have it. It's in our possession. The stealth technology that we have was developed at Area 51. So I understand that these projects take place. I'm not ignorant of that. The third thing that I would like to point out 
is when somebody comes out and testifies or puts on television or, or makes one of these interviews that we have this technology and it's far beyond what we consider to be uh, superior in terms of what we understand. It's, it's well advanced. It's got advanced propulsion systems and this and that. I have yet to see the scientific side of me. I have yet to see a single demonstration of any of this. This has been a talking point again since I was a kid. I've heard the same things. And I've had people that have told me in their 60s that are in their 60 years, you know, 60 years of age now, they're saying that they were told the same talking points when they were kids up until now. So until I see something, and when I say, I mean, see it, I want to see this aircraft moving like that. I want to see something levitating. I'm not talking about a VTOL, right? We can do that with an F-35. I want to see something actually hang in there. And I'm not talking about some uh, some video from some guy from 900 miles away with his cell phone turned at a 45 degree angle that looks like 7-Eleven footage. You know, I want to see something that's actually believable. So this, in my humble opinion, is nothing more than a major distraction. They have floated this now for what, two, three years now, the last two, three years. They've been kind of hinting at it a little bit here, a little bit there. And every step of the way, it's always just a little bit more. Now we have actual testimony of somebody sitting in front of Congress, in front of the news cameras, saying mm -hmm. something, as opposed to just, well, we're going to release some some uh, declassified footage from the DOD, uh, from the, a couple of Navy pilots from a few years back. Now we have somebody sitting in front of Congress actually saying it, but they're not actually saying anything. Yeah. Well, and to be fair, some of the stuff that they released the, was there was actual infrared. There was actual radar. I mean, we did see craft. Um, now, what we don't know is if these were U, uh, UAVs or if they were from another nation. The argument that they kept saying was, is these craft were moving at like tens of thousands of miles per hour and then changed uh, direction a moment in a moment's time instantaneously uh, claiming it was like some like gravimetric drive or some nonsense like that um, but the the guy that we listened to there that was uh, that was David David Grosh and the guy that I was talking about that was on the podcast was uh, okay. Stephen Greer yeah uh, Greer. I believe yeah he's yeah. got a really um, big following but you know I listened to the 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 one podcast not not the second one I haven't gotten to that yet but I, I do intend on on listening to that but I listened to the first one that you sent me and you know what I agree and it's just it's the way of things when it comes to a conspiracy theory you have a lot of truth laced in there with you know inner interwoven in there yep. with the conspiracy and that's what makes some of the best conspiracies is you got elements of truth in there mm -hmm. and some of the things that he says, about the big funds after the collapse of the Soviet Union. I actually understand where that one goes. I have a different theory behind that. I've actually got documentation to show where that came from. So I understand that. The second thing, how we've got monopolies that are all about oil and things, I, I totally agree with that. But as far as this other concept and things, when he got to the uh, the latter part of that interview, and I think that's probably why they, they saved it to the end, when he started talking about Look, you can pay whatever it is for this application for a smartphone and and you can talk to aliens too and I'm like, "Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Well, you just lost me." <laughs> so, but again, you know, you've got elements of of truth that are mixed in there and you can't you can't dismiss that. But the ending of it kind of just you know, ruined the whole thing for me. He, he kind of does something similar in the the interview I was talking about. Um he talks about they want to create an archive and uh, release it to the public 
And they also want to take some of the quantum, I, I forget what he called it. It's like quantum foam generator or something. I don't remember what the heck it was called. Uh, but it, it basically defies the current understanding of physics and taps into the quantum uh, world and pulls energy from the quantum, uh, whatever. It's, it's basically materializing energy out of nothing. Uh, basically he says they, they want funding so they can create one of these and also run the, uh, archive and, and maybe even hire some people to help with distribution of the archive and all of that. And, um, he gave a figure and I forget how much money it was, but anyway, we'll see if there's anything here or if this is a more, um, BS. Now I will say because of my worldview, uh, I do actually believe it is possible that we have seen extraterrestrials, quite literally, I mean, uh, beings not from our planet. I, I think that is very possible. And sentient beings, even. However, they're not alien. They're not foreign, if you will. They've been living with us and amongst us uh, since the beginning of time. And I'm, I literally mean from the Christian Christ, uh, uh, creation perspective, angels and demons both exist. And uh, what, whatever your, your perspective is on it, there's still the paranormal that is difficult to explain. And anyway, it's very easily explained when you look at it from the, the idea that there's a spirit world. Anyway, that was something else I was going to point out. In that interview, Greer talks about um, the different dimensions that exist and how there could be an alien race that is... Uh, living in the fourth dimension, uh, but we wouldn't really be able to fully understand them. I mean, we understand the concepts of, of the fourth dimension, and we kind of live in the third dimension and the fourth dimension at the same time, because uh, the fourth dimension is space and time or whatever. Um, so we kind of we kind of live in the, uh, uh, those two dimensions at once. Uh, so we would be able to perceive an alien race that was four-dimensional in nature, which is his argument is that they're coming through. Um, actually, this would be easier to explain if this was Star Trek terms. If you're if you're familiar with Star Trek, think of it as subspace. OK, and this other dimension, the aliens live in subspace and uh, they're able to transition into real space through phase shifting or 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 changing their their uh, physical state, if you will. And they can do this technologically and um, join us, if you will, in our our uh, three dimensional world. And because we're capable of of comprehending the fourth dimension, uh, we're able to see them and and catch them, if you will. They also explain it, it, use kind of the same ideas and explain if you had a being from the second dimension uh, and you're trying to perceive the third dimension to in the second dimension, you wouldn't be able to do it because all they would see is a slice of let, let's say you're, you, you stuck your hand into a two dimensional world. They would only see a slice of your your hand. It, it, it would be a it would have no existence uh, like a piece of paper where it's thin. There would be nothing there. But then on the face of it, they could see it. It, 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 it you get into that whole dimension stuff and blah 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 whatever it, it, it gets weird and it gets um uh, you get into like when, magic when you literally. start talking about like dimensions and stuff man you like you you i understand the basic concept of that, that there's a real scientific theory behind it one of the things that like einstein talked about but i boy i can't follow it i I've, i really try i genuinely try but i i cannot follow it but um you start in, getting past fourth 
it, it's difficult to yeah, even comprehend. Yeah, 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 sure. But again, I still think it's a, a whole thing. It's just a deception game. It's meant to throw us off. We're not talking about anything yeah. that's going on in Europe at the moment as far as uh, escalation goes. We're not talking about that. That's going to be, I think, uh, a sucker punch, if you will, into the markets, perhaps. Again, we're not talking about what's going on in the Black Sea. We're not talking about what the Chinese are doing. We're not talking about the North Koreans and the moves that they're making towards Japan. We're not talking about any of this. Instead, we've got some whatever sitting in front of Congress saying, um, d- yeah, we found something and it had something on it. And look, I'll just talk to you in a skiff about it. Sorry, you don't have my attention. The the, the other thing uh, I'll point out about the Greer interview, he tries to play on conservative. He tries to play this up as, um, look, there's these black projects that the government has lost control of. We have to bring it back to the Constitution and bring it back under control of of our government and everything. So it sounds good on the surface, like what he's talking about. It's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like um, we've talked about with like uh, communist and Nazis. They, they, they present to you some facts that you can agree with. They're like, yeah, you, we, we believe in the family unit or we believe in secure borders and those kind of things. Uh, but then they throw in the crazy stuff there. Uh, after they get you with that part. And that's kind of what's going on here is like, uh, yeah, we we, we want to ensure that this isn't like, um, you know, uh, a foreign nation that's got leapfrogged us or something, you know, or and then straight into, oh, no, it's aliens. And it's not just some nation that's leapfrogged us. This is some like uh, super nation that like that doesn't care about borders. And yeah, yeah, yeah. it's so out there that to have the level of technology that he's talking about to have that stuff the the you would not be able to hide it it would not be something like you have a big massive underground facilities and whatnot N- no you you can't hide that that that's not doable like the we have technology now that can see through the ground pretty deep uh, underground and that would all be detected we would all know it but no no it, it's all hidden we just we, we just don't know about it I'm sorry. I, I still don't buy it. I just, I, I don't. I'm focused no. on the real world and what's actually going on. You know, I'm sorry. I just, I'm a student of history. I just, I can't take my eyes off of it uh, because that's what they want us to do. If this is real and that we, we, we have aliens that are from another uh, galaxy or another star system or what have you in our galaxy, okay, then I expect to see some kind of like Star Trek, inter, you know, interaction, you know, to where the Vulcans came down and we had the basics of warp technology that we discovered. And then they had interaction between the Vulcans and the humans. And uh, this is Star Trek Enterprise stuff. Now, I, I, I would expect uh, to see some alien race pop up out of nowhere and helping. But then I would also have my concerns because that we're in the end times and Antichrist and uh, it, it, yeah, that would it would be weird timing. Just for all of that and saying they they have all these answers and be weird timing. More than that, do you really trust this government to be in charge of something with immense power like that? Because I certainly don't. No, that is also something that I think I said in, in message when I sent you that is for for me to believe that the government has this big black project that that we don't know about, that the government doesn't even know about. And they're um, responsible. not only does that say <laughs> that they're competent that they were able to create these things that far superior to what we have, like hundreds of years in the future, uh, stuff that we would discover. Though he claims that uh, Tesla, Nikola Tesla, had some of this tech, the, the beginnings of it. 
and used batteries to kickstart a system that created free energy, basically. Okay, that... Completely preposterous. Okay, all right, all right. The, the whole Tesla thing, I've heard different people talk on that, and, and I'm talking about different scientific people talk on it, and they are of the opinion that, yeah, there are ways to extract free energy, um, and he had the ways. I mean, we we still... The thing is, though, is we still don't know one way or another. I, again, I've heard people talk about it, but the reason we don't know is because all of those documents from Nikola Tesla were actually confiscated and we've never been able to see them. Yeah. They're still classified. That 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 is a fair it, it is true that the the documents were confiscated. They were supposed to go back to his home country uh and be put into a museum. That did not happen. Uh and the 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 documents that were sent didn't have any kind of measurements or any of those kind of things. So it is very possible that there's something in there that may allude to some kind of free energy. But the, the problem with that is uh, the problem with the whole idea of free energy, OK, is entropy. Entropy is so you you have uh, a ton of energy that comes from the sun and comes to planet Earth. Right. And then Earth releases uh, basically the equivalent of that out more or less. Right. It, it, it's entropy. It's you can't have. It, it's equal. You can't have more energy being produced or, or um, well, created, just produced, than what's being put into the system. You can't do it. Entropy doesn't allow it. So our, our understanding as of now, physics, this, some of the stuff that they're talking about for the gravimetric drives and, and some of the uh, quantum foam or whatever it was generator that he was talking about, um, I, I don't... I, under current systems, I can't see that happening. Is there a possibility that we could use, like, for example, uh, the magnetic field of the Earth? This is actually a concept that was played with in uh, one of the Avengers movies or, you know, in the movies. Iron Man creates this uh, renewable energy that basically is a giant uh, feral magnet that generates energy by using the Earth's magnetic field or something to that effect, basically. Yeah, okay, that, that's theoretically plausible. I mean, sure, because uh, that's using something that's already here to generate energy that's not free energy. You're not creating something out of nothing. That That is energy that's being put into the earth from the sun, and we're just utilizing some of that energy. Anyway, all that to say, the claims of this UFO stuff is... Until I see some facts, until I see some data, until I see some uh, machines that uh, are creating something out of nothing, uh, quite uh, almost literally, they're, they're talking about generating power using a three volt battery to kickstart it. And then once the three volt, one, once you get it kickstarted, uh, it, it generates enough energy to run like cities. Uh, we're, we're talking an immense amount of power, uh, bigger than fusion. If this stuff is real, uh, it's going to put uh, nuclear power, fusion power, um, uh, oil. Well, oil won't go away because we still need it for other things, but it, it'll put all those to bed and, and we won't use them ever again for generating power. Uh, if this is true, if it is, let's see it. Actually, that would lead us to something else. If we could generate that amount of power, if we could mass generate power at a very low cost, then we would be able to manufacture graphene and that would replace most of our petroleum based products because you need an immense uh, good, amount of power. Well to make it except for like your your petrochemicals for like uh yes, you know you would still need pharmaceuticals those. and yeah. those kind of things those types of things yes Plastics. you would still need them but as far as like yeah. any kind of textiles or like our consumables you know smartphones televisions flat screens cars all that stuff would be replaced microchips uh, gone 
I agree. They could be replaced, but under current management and the way things are handled, it won't be replaced. So I agree with him on the sense of, is there technologies out there that we could be utilizing, that we should be researching, that we could be much further along than we are? Yes, I agree with that. But is it to the level that we're creating free energy? Uh, science doesn't support that right now. If, if, if you do have that, that's the other thing. Look, if he has the, the means or the blueprints to create this device, create a miniature one, uh, supposedly uh, they do have some income. So make a small one. And then once you make it, put the put the designs out there for the rest of us and allow it to be created. Do it um, open source, it, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Make it open source. Let let the rest of us uh, see this for ourselves and see that it is real. Um, but his argument is, is, well, we can't just hand this out willy nilly because this can be weaponized and, and blah, 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 whatever. Mm -hmm. Last topic, Elon Musk. We don't have Twitter anymore. Twitter's gone. Now we have X, whatever yeah. X is. X. It's yeah. Yeah. A bad name for a product or something? What do we call it now? Do we call it? You don't tweet something out. You exit out. I mean, what 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 do we do now? They had they had a name for that, and I because I heard some people talking about this, and they were talking about what tweets are now called. It's not tweets anymore. It's something no. else. It's not yeah. X's. It's it's uh. There's another name that's being used for it, but whatever the case, I get it. He's trying to make a different platform. He's trying to do something. So he wants. He wants to make this your, your everything platform from finances to communications, both text and uh, voice and uh, video, all that. He wants it to be everything. Phone calls, um, it's all like everything. Yeah. Yeah, the whole works going. I'm assuming that eventually it would tie into on. I'm assuming he wants to do something with his own devices that would tie into the Starlink system. I'm assuming that that's what he wants to do. That that would make sense. Uh, that would that would make a lot of sense. Oh, um, by the way. On that, just really quickly before I forget, because this is extremely important. The Chinese are experimenting detonating bags of sand in orbit as part of their oh, anti-satellite warfare yeah. campaign. Can, now, you might think, OK, so what? You know, bag of sand. Have you ever thought what a particle of sand traveling at 22,000 miles an hour can do to a satellite? Yeah. Uh, in fact, I've actually, yeah, I, I forget the actual equation. It, it, it's like uh, mass and velocity. Uh, uh -huh. you, you're, you're multiplying those together uh, to get the, the amount of kinetic force. I, I mass, know the, there's mass, also something in there. Mass equals force times acceleration or something like that. It's, yeah, it's, it's one something of Something like that. Yeah. But I and, saw, yeah. I saw this, I, I think I showed you this. I saw a block of aluminum or aluminium for our Australian, New Zealand and UK listeners. I saw a block of aluminum that was attached to the space station, the ISS, and a micrometeorite hit it at about that speed. It was like 25,000 miles an hour or something. And it put a hole in this block. This, I mean, this is a solid block of aluminum. And they brought it back. You saw the crater. It was like the crater on that thing was like the size of, I think it was like two or three basketballs. It was massive. And if you can imagine, you know, a bag of sand being detonated in in orbit and then that sand just blowing across some of our satellites up there, that would absolutely shred them. Yeah. The amount of energy in that. Well, here you go. Uh, actually, I don't know how, how much is a grain yeah, of sand weigh. Well, I don't want to get tied up on this. I was just bringing that up as like yeah. a thing. I don't want to get tied up on that. I want to talk yeah. about the, the Twitter thing. Sure, sure. Um, well, uh, just just for the, the sciencey nerdy. um it's the kinetic energy there would be 48,000 joules. That's a lot of energy. 48,000. Yeah. I think I'm trying to see. Let's see what the uh, one TNT, 
right? A stick of TNT. Uh, one, two, two. I want to see how much energy it has. Okay, so a a gram of TNT is only it's four kilojoules uh, of T. That that that's so. Yeah, you can you can do the math there. Uh-huh. Um, we, we we said forty thousand. That would be uh four megajoules, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, there you go. You're you're in the vicinity of that would be looks like four uh megagrams or a, a ton, I believe. So there you go. Anyway, Twitter. So why is this becoming a relevant platform then? Because now you can't, even as a non-user, you, you can't see what goes on on there anymore. I mean, I'm not on there, but we, we used to be able to uh, go on there and verify tweets or things that people had said or not said or what was being insinuated or what the, the general conversation was. But we can no longer do that. So I'm, I'm having mixed uh, success with this. And it might be because of my ad blocker and software that I have in place to uh, stop tracking and all that kind of stuff. When I pull it up on my phone, which doesn't have nearly as much as I have on my PC because I don't use my phone nearly as much as I do the PC for searching the Internet. I'm able to see the tweets there on my phone, uh, but not on my PC. So it's possible that some of the problems might be tied to um, my own endeavors to to keep my own privacy my privacy yeah so i i I don't know what that's if that's the case but anyway all that to say he's gonna have to really nail this one this is gonna have to be like really big if if this is like a paypal system in and of itself you're gonna have to have some better rates than paypal or um whatever other systems are out there um i imagine he's probably paypal's rates are pretty good i have to admit they're, their they're exchange they're, rates are, are decent. I mean, I know they're woke and all the rest of it. Tell me what company's not. Sure. But as far as doing business internationally, if you're you know a small timer, uh, you know if you want to conduct personal business internationally, the rates are pretty reasonable. It's fairly reasonable. There, there's other um, similar apps that have either similar rates or lower rates um, than Cash. PayPal, but. Cash kind of I'm assuming that they would have to be, I, I mean, if you put PayPal aside, I'm assuming they would want to compete directly with Cash App because you want to have the aspects of anonymity in there somewhere. Yes. Uh, and I believe he does, um, he does like the idea of anonymity and uh, privacy and keeping your own data, your data. Yeah, sure. There's also um, Patreon and similar uh, systems as that, that I'm sure he'll probably be interested in. Of course, they'll probably have some kind of subscription service as well that probably reduces the amount of um, fees that get pulled or something. I'm sure there's probably some kind of scheme there. But it, as far as this replacing all the other systems that I use for me and and uh, my interactions on, on the quote unquote social media world uh, and my interactions online, it's going to have to be really really good to stop using the other the other apps or software that i use and to to use a centralized one that's my other issue my other beef with this it's going to have my financial it's going to have my social and affiliations which i guess that's social it's going to have a lot of my business online in one centralized location i don't like that that almost if i didn't know better that almost sounds like i don't know a digital wallet yeah so I know that's going to be something that we get pushed into because that's what the direction they want us to go for social credit. And I'm okay with having an alternative that is decentralized, that is 
you know, blockchain, whatever, something that is resistant to quantum computing, because that's that's also something that's uh, on the horizon is with quantum computers, you can break encryption within seconds, literally. Um, and we're talking about like 256 bit, you know, uh, encryption that can be broken in, in a matter of seconds. So I'm OK with having systems that that harden against that and protect your data and whatnot. But I don't know the details of what he, what his intentions are here and his long term motives. He says he's for the human race and, you know, prospering and going wants to help us go forward and all that kind of stuff. But the, the things that you see him doing um, this this uh, neural link trying to push that, uh, which you, we have other means that don't that are far less intrusive that do just the same thing. But. That would be part of something uh, with the social credit system uh, that would also push us into this uh, dystopian uh, future that we see in uh, the, the cyberpunk universe. And, you know, from the movies and video games and all of that, that, that would push us in that direction. So it's definitely questionable where his allegiance lie. So I'm I'm, I'm yeah. concerned about where this is going. Uh-huh. And I don't like this cuddling up with Beijing. I don't like that at all. Not in the least bit. Mm, no. So it, it's definitely, um, I'll definitely be watching this to see where this goes, especially with some of the uh, business dealings and stuff that I'm doing now. I'm definitely watching to see where this goes because uh, social media is in this day and age. Unfortunately, that's like your biggest advertising unless you want to spend money on advertising. That That's where you get your advertising done is social media. Indeed it is. It's been an absolute pleasure. We are going to go ahead and call this one done. I'd like to thank you for being here today. Thank you to all of the listeners. God bless everyone and have a great day.